could put it that way, where he could have punished us. We are not deserving of salvation, but he chose, and Jesus made that choice as well in his, in his humanity and in his deity to die on a cross for our sin. The choice you make to give up your right to get even, there's a way to ask for it, and there's a way to grant it. Uh, and you see the, the two little pictures there. Uh, on the next, yeah, you see the, the I'm sorry and the I forgive you. Well, there's a way of going about this. And a lot of people do it the wrong way. Uh, the way you ask for forgiveness, for example, uh, admit that what you did was wrong. I always find it troublesome when someone says, I'm sorry if I did such and such to you. As soon as you throw that word if in, you have not admitted that you have done anything wrong. I'm sorry if I offended you. Well, you just offended me again. When you, when you admit that you've done something wrong, it sounds like I was wrong. I did this and I was wrong. It's, there's no if there's no accusation to the other person. It's, I did this and I was wrong in what I did. And it goes beyond that. You understand the pain that you caused the other person. I was wrong when I did this and this is what it did to you and this is how it made you feel. This is what I did and these are the consequences of my actions. And there's no accusation, and there's no if, and there's no condition. It is an admission that what you did was wrong. When we come to God, we do that. We say, God, I humble myself before you, and I'm wrong. You're right, God, and I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I love the story. Uh, it's coming up to Christmas. Um, the old Ebenezer Scrooge, you know, the Christmas carol story. Any of you know this story? This is like one of the greatest stories that you can watch or read at Christmas time. And in the old, old version of the Christmas Carol, the movie, the black and white movie there, made in the 40s or the 50s, that's I think the second oldest one. There's a great scene in that movie where Ebenezer Scrooge's uh, partner is on his deathbed at the beginning of the story, Jacob Marley. And he's on his deathbed and he can barely talk to Ebenezer Scrooge. And Scrooge comes and he does his Scrooge thing. And he's just basically waiting for his friend to kick the bucket. He's not really, he seems to have no heart for his own friend. And yet his friend who can barely speak is trying to talk. And he says, we were wrong. Wrong. And Scrooge says, wrong, what's wrong? You weren't wrong. You were a good person. You tried your best. He says, no, we were wrong. And he dies. This is an admission. And this is what we need to do in relationships. And understand the pain that we cause to the other person. And we've got to take responsibility for what we did. And sometimes we have to make restitution for what we did. Restitution is the idea, well, if you stole something, you pay it back and you give even more. This is the idea of restitution. We see it in the scripture in a couple of places. You've got to take responsibility for what you did. Well, honey, I gambled away the money at the casino. All the money's gone. Well, you better take responsibility for what you did. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's taking responsibility for that radio, yeah. So, and make restitution if you need to. And then you've got to assure the person it is not going to happen again. But I warn you, if you assure the person it's not going to happen again, don't do it again. 
say, well, I don't know if I can or I can't do that. Well, then don't even bother admitting it because you, you haven't come to a place of full admission if you can't also come to the place where you say, I will never do that again. You say, well, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't. Yes, you can. You can choose to do it or you can choose not to do it. And then at the end of the process, at the end of it, ask for forgiveness. And I put a little star by that one because be careful how you do this. If you say, please forgive me, sometimes, sometimes what you've done is so bad that you can't even ask the other person to forgive you. All you can do is put up your hands and say, I'm sorry. That's all. You can't even ask them to forgive you. It's so bad. And you just say, I was wrong and I'm sorry. And that's it. You don't even have the ability to ask the person for forgiveness. You've got to wait that one out a little bit. I've seen that in some marriages with bad, bad, bad problems. Well, how do you grant it then? Once, if there's an asking, how is there a granting? And we do this wrong all the time as well, especially Christians. Number one, acknowledge your pain and your anger. It's okay to be angry and to be hurt even if you're a Christian. Some Christians, they say, well, I, I'm not, I can't get angry. I'm not allowed to get angry. No, you're allowed to get angry, but don't sin in your anger. And if you don't acknowledge that the person hurt you, and you don't acknowledge that it's painful and that you feel that it was unjustified and you're angry, you're not going to be able to forgive the person because you're lying to yourself. You've got to admit it hurt and it was wrong. And it has made me angry. When someone comes to you and they say, please forgive me, and you say, well, it's okay. It's okay. You're not acknowledging your pain and anger. What you're doing is you're giving that person license to do it again. Because you just said it's okay. So if it's okay, well, it's okay. I'll do it again. And this is what we do over and over again. Be specific about boundaries. Yep, you stole the money. You burned it all on the casino. And now we have no money to pay the rent. Well, there's going to be boundaries now. Now you cannot access such and such money. There's boundaries. It doesn't, you don't have to be a doormat when you're a Christian. You have to be wise. And it's okay to set up those boundaries. And if you don't have them, how's a person going to know when they've crossed them? You've got to have boundaries in relationships. Give up your right to get even. Again, that's the idea of forgiveness. You could do this and you could do this and you could do this and you'd be completely justified in doing it. But you give up that right. You say, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to trust God to do it. He will do things his way. I'm not going to be the avenging angel. Let go of blame and resentment. When resentment develops in relationships, it's the same thing. It's a playground of Satan. You let go of it. When you release the person and you release your right to get even, it can set you free over time from that blame and that resentment of that person. Say to the person, I forgive you. Again, not it's okay. I forgive you. God has said this to us. Why can we not say it to our fellow humans? When you say, I forgive you, the person knows they done wrong. Because forgiveness has been issued. It's very powerful when you say just those three words, I forgive you. Not, it's okay. Those are bad words to say. And the last one, and again, I put this in a little star, work toward reconciliation. Where you put the relationship back together. It's not always possible. But if you can do it, you want to try and work towards reconciliation. We have a great example in God himself. God has demonstrated this 
over and over and over again. And ultimately, in the case of the person of the Lord Jesus, where we have sinned against a holy God and he has died for us even when we were in an unrepentant state. So that when we come to to God and we ask God, will you forgive me? He says yes and he signs it in his own blood. The the, the blood that he shed on the cross. Uh, The scripture says without the shedding of blood there can be no forgiveness of sins. When you sin against God, it's not just, well, okay, you did this and, uh, you know, I forgive you and that's it. No, there's a consequence that has to be paid. And the consequence is the ultimate one with God because of his holiness. It's death itself. It's the shedding of blood itself. And God has taken this upon himself in the person of the Lord Jesus. You and I do not have to face a cross for our sin. Jesus has faced it for us. So that when we say, God, I'm wrong, will you forgive me? He says yes, and he says yes every time. But here's the, here's the caveat that we have to learn, especially if you're believers in this room. There is a relationship between our forgiveness on a human level and God's forgiveness. The two of them intersect. If you think of it almost like a cross where God forgives this way and we forgive this way, well, the two of them intersect. And there's a relationship between the two of them. And Jesus has, has told us about this in his word. The last worship song that we sang was off the prayer, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, you know it well. Uh, but what we don't often read is the back end of that prayer. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. There's a mention of the evil one there. And then the next verse, a teaching from Jesus, not part of the prayer, but it's a conclusion. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Oh my goodness. There's a relationship between the two. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will will not forgive your sins. Wow! So the way that you relate to one another has an effect on the way that you relate to God. If you live in a state of broken relationships and conflict after conflict that's unresolved, and then you come to God and you expect to have a healthy relationship with God, watch out, there's going to be problems. There's going to be tension there because you have to resolve your relationships with people. Uh, uh, God talks about this in the scripture, with, with, again, in the context of marriage. Well, husband treats their wife a certain way, and then they want God to answer their prayers. Hmm. So let's see. The, there's a mirror in the scripture where the wives are, are like the, an image of the bride of Christ, the church. And then a husband abuses his wife and then comes to God for some other matter and expects God to answer their prayer. Hmm. I don't think that's going to work very, very well. The two of them intersect. There is a relationship between the two of them. When we can deal with these conflicts on a human level like this, watch the blessing of God this way and watch how it flows into your life. But it's a skill that you have to develop and it takes work to get there, but we all need to get there because we all have conflicts. Amen? Oh, you've been so quiet. I don't know if the movie knocked the wind right out of you. If you live like that movie, I mean, 
I won't say, I won't say, but I, I've, I've been in those places, all right? And, but there's a way out. It just takes certain skills that we have to learn. I invite the worship team if they would come and if you'd stand with me and I'm going to pray for you and then let them sing one more song. Perhaps you can do that, that uh, Our Father, and maybe we'll think about it in a little bit of a different way today. But I want to...